0: Why is my name on here? Self-confident artist? Why wouldn't it be?
1: Is is what I'm thinking. <laughs> that is awful. It's it's
0: always something random. But what a terrible thing for it to randomly pick for me.
1: <laughs> does it does it really
0: pick its own name? Because yes, that's a good uh, I, one. I, I've I've used this I don't know four or five times, and every time it's just a totally it's like a random jumble of words. Well, Ben I'm Rector sorry. here, the self-confident artist. <laughs> oh my gosh, if you knew me. That's like my greatest fear would be to come to something like this and be like, oh, hello, I'm a
1: self-confident artist. That's just like, that hurts me. Okay. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Golfers' Journal podcast presented by Titleist, the number one ball and golf. My name's Tom Coyne, senior writer at the Golfers' Journal, and that was Ben Rector you were listening to, everybody. Now you've heard Ben other places on the radio, heard him on – Jimmy Kimmel or Conan, you know seen him on t v heard his music and t v shows super successful award winning uh i wanna, i want to say pop star um folk country rock <laughs> I don't know, throwing some more genres in there uh singer songwriter that's one of the things that we'll discuss with Ben in the podcast is his music um but he's on our podcast primarily because along with his music he's a crazy golfer um figures golf into his touring, gets to play all these interesting places, meets up with other golfers on the road while he's traveling around the country and he's got a really a lot of sort of interesting and thoughtful things to share about what he gets out of golf, how he approaches golf. It's a great listen and big thanks to our editorial whiz Jeremy Wilson, who also lives in Nashville where where Ben lives and uh, made the connection and it was great to. Just find out that he's just kind of a cool and genuine guy, sort of like his music, so you know, I felt like I made a friend after this interview, and I think after you listen to it, um maybe you'll feel like you did as well. most importantly, Ben settles for us once and for all definitively the debate over music on the golf course, the speaker hanging off the bag or up the golf or on the golf cart, yeah or nay I mean I had to go I went to an award winning musician to get the definitive. Yes or no on that. So you have to listen to the interview for that. And you'll also want to listen for info about a Christmas show coming up and Ben's Christmas album. A lot of cool stuff going on. A lot of cool stuff going on at the Golfer's Journal as well. Number 14. You've probably seen glimpses on social media. Um, What can I say? I said it before. This one's in sets. You know, I think we raised the bar with each one. Uh, This one's going to be damn hard to top. So... If you need to up your subscription again or or to subscribe, make sure you do 14 not to be missed. And of course the gift that keeps on giving, the golfer's journal subscription. Talk about an easy, no brainer last minute Christmas gift. I've given it to my dad every year, my father-in-law every year and, and they love it and it's so easy. And then they get all these gifts throughout the year. So it's, it's even better. I mean, it, you know, it literally keeps on giving. And if you are all stocked up on your subscriptions and golfers journal merch, you gotta be getting yourself some Titleist this Christmas. I mean do your favor, do yourself a favor. Obviously Pro V V1, one, Pro V one actually cannot go wrong with those under the tree for any golfer. But you might want to give this to yourself. The title is TSI driver. Um you know I've talked a little bit about it on the pod and maybe by now it's it's more out in the marketplace and, and maybe you've gotten to see it. See the new face technology. Um it's just a, it's art. It's just a thing of beauty. And it's the thing that's going to, I know it's going to get me through this winter, looking at this beautiful driver, dreaming of all the places it's going to take my golf ball, good places, far away places. So for the very good among us this year, and hell, we've all been good this year. We deserve something. So go get yourself a TSI driver. You don't have to feel guilty about it. Damn it. You made it to 2021. Indulge yourself. Big thanks as always to Titleist Link Soul, Scotty Cameron oakley new york private bank and trust and links and kings thanks everyone for listening this is a really fun one so let's just get to it thanks casey and jeremy for producing follow us at golfers journal follow me at coin writer and now let's jam with ben rector
0: i've had deep in
1: Thank you so much for joining us. I mean, I'm a fan of your music, so... Thank you. And not to say that I'm not a fan of some of our other guests and what they do, but for golf reasons, typically. So to have... um, I don't know. I feel very cool today talking to you. That my daughters know some of your songs. Um, You're the first guest that um, they've been actually interested that I'm I'm speaking
0: to. I feel cool. Uh, I have... Way before this, I have the Golfers Journal on my fancy coffee table in my office. Do you really? Uh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 pan over here. I don't know if this is gonna let's work. Let's look.
1: Let's see which issue it is, folks. Well, there's a bunch. Oh, you got them all. A lot yeah, of them. There you go. And an etch-a-sketch, I guess. You're legit. And then you've got a, and and like a guitar over there as well. I, we it, we got we got the Wallow guitars right here. Um, but here, let let's start with this. So. Um, we, we were connected through um, an editor, producer of ours, mutual friends, um, Jeremy, mm-hmm. who is an even bigger fan than I am. And he sent me uh, 14 pages of notes. Uh, <laughs> okay. that I'm going to have to go through all of it or he's going to be pissed uh, at me. So, okay. uh, no, I'll just pick I'll pick the best bits. Um, but wanted me to read you these lyrics. Oh, All right. Okay. Let's do this. And see what course you think that they're describing, all right?
0: Oh my goodness you Got this? Gracious. Yeah, yes. this is good. Wow.
1: Okay, here they go. Uh, we took a flight to the Pacific Northwest. Mm. I've had a longing to go there deep in my chest like a dream, left Portland in the morning, headed for the coast. Feels like middle of nowhere, winding down this road and then I see it. This can't be real. I've never seen a greener green than that. The sea salt air I'm breathing brings life back together. We're alive and free, holding hands on the beach. And I remember what it is to be so green. It was so green. Obviously, an homage to some golf course somewhere. Tell us, tell us, Ben, where's okay. where that song taking us? You, 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 you. I'll shoot you totally straight here. I'm a straight shooter. Okay. That
0: song took me to Bandon, but my friend wrote that part, and he was like, "I'm kind of messing with this," and I was like. Really? Whoa. Yeah, I know. And I, I know that's like, I I thought about it while you're reading that. I, I was like, I could just go along with this and be like, I wrote that about Bandon, but my friend wrote that part. But it resonated with me because I was like, I've been there.
1: I like Right. Yeah. It's so interesting listening to you because you sound um, you sound just like one of my golf buddies. Trying, you know, that you're also very cool and live in Nashville and have this <laughs> rock star life, if you will. Well, Folk star, whatever. How would you classify your genre of music? I, we were having this debate at the Golfers Journal. One of our other editors who knows much less about music, mm-hmm. Casey Bannon, uh, he mentioned he, he heard Nashville. He said, Oh, we're going to have a country musician on the podcast. <laughs> and I said, One, um, well, Ben uh, Rector, I wouldn't classify him as country. Not everyone in Nashville is, is a country musician. Right. How would you? I think, what, what do you, yeah, what's your music? Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot straight and say that it is. The easiest way to
0: say it is pop but probably more like what pop was in like the 70s or something like that but yeah. it, the easiest way to say it is pop singer-songwriter music um yeah but i there's flavors of other stuff in there flavors of folk and country and yeah a little bit of rock but like easiest way to say it is probably just like pop music and that's not a, the coolest thing to say but i don't any deeper than that just feels a little bit too explanatory you know? good music oh we'll call I'll take
1: that very good music um so what's the scene in Nashville like in terms of we obviously know what the music scene is like mm-hmm. or we don't but we know that there's a big music scene how's the <laughs> golf scene and how do you reconcile being um a pop musician uh with with being a guy who's thinking about am I hitting the inside of the golf ball um, do, they, do they work together? Do you have a good crew yeah. to play with? Do you have other other cool golfers in Nashville? Is it Sure.
0: Um, I, I feel like there's a lot more musicians that are into golf than that. There's more overlap, I think, than people think. Um, and so the place that I play golf here, there's a lot of any musician that's like, I'm really into golf plays there. And so it's, that connection is not weird at all. It's like, there's a bunch of good golfers who are actual musicians are tangentially involved in the music business. That's cool. Yeah. And then I feel like, um, to me, golf and music are very similar. Uh, I am probably more naturally skilled at music, but uh, it's the same type of stuff. It's like the same kind of uh, doing something over and over and over and trying to kind of like make it more efficient and smooth, smooth out the rough edges. The process of working on a song or like working on your swing or whatever, those are to me, very similar. And when you're in a really good zone, uh, music and songwriting can feel accidental almost like you're just finding something. It's just like, Oh my gosh, this is unbelievable. And I, you know, to a much lesser degree, I feel like when I'm in a good zone and around a golf, it's just like, this is fun and easy. Oh my gosh. And there's other times we just feel lost. Like, I think people talk about, creativity or think about it like it's a kind of magical thing. And I think to me, and I can only speak for myself here, but I feel like it's very similar to athletics where, um, there are parts of it that are, that do feel magical and like, wow, where'd that come from? But really it's more about for me developing a skill set so that when inspiration strikes, you got the tools to actually like carve out it into what you want it to be. And all the, songwriters and artists that I know that do this sustainably well have in common that they are like marathon runner level, you know, disciplined in, in their craft. And I think people assume it's just like people reading poetry and waiting for lightning to strike. And it's like, no, it's just people kind of grinding it out.
1: Is golf part of your, does it help your songwriting? Are you out there walking around and like, Oh, not that you're writing songs about golf, but Hey, that time alone in your head, I think, uh,
0: the biggest thing I'm not great at resting. Like uh, I feel like my mind is used to kind of running, and it's hard for me to sit still. And what I love about golf is that I'm like actively working working on something. Like I'm kind of getting to sharpen a, like a, a skill or a set of skills, and be kind of feeling like I'm doing something, but it's not taxing in the same way that music is. So it's almost like it helps me relax and rest. Cause I don't, I can't, if you're like, Hey Ben, you have the afternoon off, just like sit around. I've just, that, I'm not very good at that. Right. Um, so I think, you know, I don't know. I just feel like it puts my mind at ease in the way that my mind can be at ease. Just like I, it's lovely to get some, get some steps in, walk around a golf course, feel like you feel like you're doing something, but also relaxing.
1: Does a good round before a show impact your golf at all or <laughs> like a bad round ruin your show I you uh, thought like because I have hangovers for my golf good and bad sure
0: I feel like I'm trying to think um there i'm there was a I think it helps honestly if it's a, if it's a good round you're just kind of like, oh, this is great like yeah there, things things are right in the world um I'm trying to think of the last time I played really bad and then played a show. Um, I, they're, they're separate enough. That I get, honestly, I get like anxious enough before shows that it's pretty hard reset. I'm not like, I'm still bummed about that golf. I'm just like, oh man, all these people are here. I need to, need to do good.
1: You know what I mean? Do you still get nervous? I mean, what is it? What do you like not, before a show?
0: Yeah. Not, not in the same way, but probably nervous is not the right thing to call it. It's just an intense experience. And if you, if you saw me perform, I just I look like I'm having the best time ever. I look very relaxed, and inside yeah. I'm just like kind of a ball of uh, not nerves. It's just intense. Well, um, our
1: aforementioned editor Jeremy has seen you perform. I haven't, unfortunately. When you when you coming to Philadelphia? Well, I I mean after twenty
0: twenty seven maybe. Um, yeah, exactly. No, I I will probably play there uh on the next like full tour that i do i just don't know when that will be i I bet i mean realistically 2022 very safe bet
1: well jeremy has seen you as i was saying and he wanted me to ask you about he feels like your shows are like a big party with all your best friends Mm -hmm. like that you know everybody and you're connecting with people and a really um and and your music has a a vulnerability and an intimacy intimacy to it as well Mm -hmm. where you know there's a lot of connection um how do you is that a natural thing for you to be able to connect with two thousand, four thousand, five thousand people, or is that are you you have to put on your 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 showman? Or yeah, is I think
0: I think it's a, it's a little bit of both. There's a little bit of showmanship involved, but it's
1: also like the, I don't
0: really have. Um, some people have the like I'm so cool and mysterious, just like watch me card to play. Some people that's like they have that magnetism about them. And I don't have that as much. And so the best card in my hand of performer cards that I got was I think to be maybe more relatable um, and to try to just like lean into that. Um, So it's, it's not really that I like devised a plan to seem that way. That's just my best. That's how I can exist on stage and be entertaining. That's the only way I really know how to do it. And some people are really are just like, and you know, those people like where it's like, Oh my gosh, you have this aura. you Oh, wow. And like, I just don't have, I can't, I'm not very good at that.
1: What's it been like for someone who now you're an independent musician, you have your own label. Um, what has it been like for someone who I imagine touring is really important.
0: Well, so that's when you own your music, it is a, touring is definitely great and a big part of it. But the reason that most people say that, and that that's true for most people, and they're honestly now, man, they're not most, there are many, many independent artists just because of, there's not, not as many gatekeepers as there used to be, because it used to be like If you want anyone to hear this music at all, you need to sign to a label so they can put your CD in stores and songs on the radio, and that's it. And now there's just a million channels. So a lot of people um, are signed to some sort of record label, and the record label, pretty much, they own the music that's recorded, and they keep pretty much all the proceeds from that recorded music, apart from like a tiny, tiny sliver. But if you own your own music, and you get to a place to where people are like, some amount of interested in it that can be a really great thing so like for most most the kind of like party line is like touring is the only place that artists make money but if you own your music that that can
1: be a lucrative part of your part of your business as well nice one yeah so people think about you know yeah well from my naive point of view it's like oh you're a musician and you want to get signed by a big record label and and uh you know it's champagne and limousines and blah blah, <laughs> blah. but um but it's that's that's sort of interesting that um as i imagine there's less and less to be made on um the music side as you said unless you own your music yeah um, that it could actually be a good thing yeah that's and and, and
0: it that used to maybe 10 years ago it was like a little more of like oh like independent that's crazy and now like if you if yeah. you really dive in there's more people doing that just because there's like every form of you know any type of media that people consume stuff's changed a lot and there's a lot of different ways to do it
1: so i think it's the song maybe boxes Uh, where you're talking about um cds right that Mm -hmm. people had, had handed to you in nashville um or anywhere um and was there a time with that when you can remember when you go from being the and that's you know and you're talking about people who are trying to you know find get you to listen to the music and get their break Mm -hmm. is there a moment that you can point to and say well this is where i went from being the person handing out the cds to um (laughs) to being someone (laughs) receiving them and saying can you help me out right i mean there's a there's a line there that's probably somewhat fine
0: uh i mean it's very fine and i think the way that a lot of entertainment careers work it's like Kind of feast or famine and it's like nothing 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 something happened and then everything and uh the way that my career has grown has just been a like a slower but steady build so there there really wasn't one thing that was like man after that everything changed and it was champagne and limousines um i think it was i but i mean there are definitely moments that you're like wow this is crazy but i don't i feel like the i love the movie that thing you do like the scene where they're like hear their song on the radio and they're running down the street. I think everybody thinks that music and other careers are like that. And they just aren't always. And so mine is wow, there's the biggest bird in the world outside my house.
1: Like an ostrich?
0: I don't I don't know. Maybe it's just like a giant crow. That's a yeah. is
1: that is that a bad vibe? It's a terrible sign. Chase terrible. that guy away. Terrible omen. This is <laughs> um, your last podcast. I know, this is it. Uh, <laughs> and it's not going well. <laughs> this is squad cast is struggling. <laughs>
0: uh, I was saying about that thing you do. There's the scene yeah. where they're running down the street and they hear their song on the radio. And then after that, it's like craziness. Yeah. Yeah. There've been moments like that, but realistically, like it's just kind of been a steady build. Um, definitely cool things where you're like, wow, I never thought this would happen, but it, it just hasn't, I don't, I mean, like a steady enough build that every step felt like a natural step. It was very rarely like, Whoa, this is out of control because like you kind of get used to where you are and
1: then it's like, Oh, a little further, a little further. Yeah, absolutely. What were one of the, give me one of those like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool moments. I
0: mean, anytime you get to play on national TV, that's like, this is a cool, this is a cool moment because it's like I watch
1: this show or whatever. Um, You've been on Kimmel and Conan. We did, so we did
0: Kimmel and Conan, Today Show. Uh, The Today Show somehow uh, realized my mom was a fan and had her call in, and after we played the song, they were like, and we hear your mom's a big fan, and then my mom is like piped in through the studio audio, and I was like, this is wild. That's cool. Talking to my mom on national TV, I'm a little embarrassed. She was like, hey, buddy, and I was like, hey, mom. Uh So good to talk to you on the Today Show. <laughs> um, that was cool. I mean, any anything like that is is rad. Honestly, dude, probably the coolest like like movie moment. We did the uh, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and so that you see the part that's right in front of Macy's, yeah. but what you don't see is you ride through the city on the floats, and every intersection that you get to, not an exaggeration, is like a hundred people deep, and it's oh, like. Wow it's like felt like world war two had just ended. There's people hanging out of windows and cheering. <laughs> it was, I'm dude, it was incredible. It was like such a cool experience.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It Cause was, on TV sometimes I was just watching, well, we were watching reruns and it's COVID whatever, but uh, you're watching and you're like the the Thanksgiving people, they're just playing to like the front doors at Macy's and you're like, yeah, oh, that's kind of lame.
0: Yeah. And then the, that part was, uh, <laughs> I was on the South Dakota float and so they have, um, they had like people dressed as the Mount Rushmore people. That's South Dakota, right? North
1: Dakota. It's South Dakota. Okay, good.
0: I was like, Oh man, I'm going to, people are going to tweet about that. Um, so these guys are dressed up with the huge heads like the presidents and the way the float is set up they're on one side of the float and I'm on the front of the float like, uh, horizontally and the band is kind of long ways behind me. So when, when we get to the part where they're filming, they decide to really amp it up. And they're like, we're going to like really increase the energy here. And so they all four start jumping. But the float is just like a, you know, it's like a semi truck bed. And my side of the float is now like up and down like a foot at a time. And my microphone <laughs> is just beating my teeth. Just it's just like so aggressive and I vividly remember like this is on TV and I just have to I I have to grin and bear it and but like all of my college buddies when we got off the float were like dude is your mouth okay and I was like (laughs) and and the the Mount Rushmore guys were stoked like we we get to the other side because they can't see me they like have these huge heads on we get we pull past the thing and this guy with the headsets like all right off the float and the guys with the uh, heads on were like, hey, can we get a picture? And they're like, hey man, man, we really tried to like dance a bunch and I was just like, thank you. Thank you for yeah, doing th- that. I really appreciate it. Thanks for doing it. jump around during, yep. uh, during. Uh, but, <laughs> that, awesome. that, but that that part of the thing w- was not the most fun part. The most fun part is just seeing New York City like with a,
1: a million people in it. That's awesome. Yeah. So your college buddies, you went to Arkansas? Yes. Um, we're
0: terrible at football. I'm not sure if you yeah. follow college football. But...
1: I, I I do. Uh, yeah. Notre Dame guy we're not terrible this year so I, I know take, you, you take have,
0: that you guys have had a bit of a resurgence because there was a like oh, a long time ago so. good and then for a while I kept being like why is Notre Dame on TV all the time they seem pretty bad and now good oh, again. Ben it was going so well Now we have to talk <laughs> yeah
1: um, but yeah Arkansas not the best football team hey your golf team might be getting a little bit better did you see the John Daly's son John I, Daly Jr. is. Going I did to be see that for the Razorbacks.
0: Yeah, and he looks really good. Instagram yeah. has been um, funneling me a lot of John Daly content. I don't really know what that's about, but I see his son on Instagram often.
1: And I'm like, that's a good move. He he hits the ball hard. He does. He does hit it hard. So hey, um, things looking up for Arkansas. Going. It must have been pretty cool. So I mean, you were winning music competitions like back in in college and you're playing shows and touring back then i mean it was, it was cool being a guy in college who could rock out and was was playing music and mm-hmm. and you know i don't know like i used to see guys doing shows or even doing acoustic at, at the bar on a thursday night mm-hmm. i'd be like man you're so much cooler than me your life is better you're yeah. doing college so much better than i am
0: Well, I feel like my college experience was kind of like a dual life because I did had a great like normal college experience, good friends, and like had a great time. But every weekend, I would drive to play shows, kind of in like an eight hour radius around Fayetteville. And so, I played a bunch of shows in college. I think we counted them up one time, and it was like two hundred, which is insane. It's it was I would not recommend that. But um, so, I feel like in that way it was every weekend I felt like I was in some bizarro universe because I would be driving to like Kansas state to play a show. And then I'd come back to, I lived in a house with some guys called the field house. I don't really know why it was called that. And they would all be in the same position on the couch when I left. And I had just like had these like interesting experiences. So, um, And honestly, man, I was pretty straight laced in college. So I wasn't like, you know, living the college dream as a musician. I was kind of just like playing shows and we had a great time, but it wasn't like, you know, you should hear the stories, man. It was like, not really like that. Yeah, Yeah. not, not really. Yeah, Yeah. I was, I did, I dated my wife all through college. We never thought we were going to be those people, but we were like, you're the best. So here we are. Good
1: for you, dude. I know it's easier and easier to root for as I get to know you better. uh, (laughs) Thank you except for the Notre Dame guy. Yeah, we'll we'll cut that out. Okay. Um, you. So you do a lot of shows. Then mm-hmm. no shows now, though. As we None. fast forward to 2020, None no shows. shows. Um, but it seems like you know you're doing okay with you with in terms of as we talked about owning your music and mm-hmm. doing different things, and you've got some exciting stuff out right now. I was just listening to the Christmas releases, Christmas right, album. Man. Is it? It's seven songs.
0: It is. It's seven songs, which is, I think, the bare minimum to be considered an album. But that's kind of what we could get done in the time we had. Um, but it's just kind of like a classic Christmas record. I wanted to make something that felt nostalgic and that felt familiar. Um, and that's and that's pretty much it. It was such a it was such a blast to
1: make. I like how you did it because you didn't say, "All right, I've got to do a Ben Rector. I've got to write my own new Christmas classic." That's what. Because that's and brutal, man. When when I bands know. do that and they miss, it's like, oh, dude. Well, so what, pe- what,
0: what people don't understand about Christmas music is they're used to it. And so they're like, yeah, these are classic Christmas songs. But they're all classic Christmas songs because they're unbelievable. It's like the greatest right. hits of the last, like, 100 years. And I think, so my manager was like, you should really write some original Christmas songs for this record. And I was like, man, I don't know. That's like... Can, like, we got the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Can you just come up with something else like that? It's like, yeah. no, you can't. It's like the best combo ever. Um, So uh I tried to write some Christmas songs, didn't feel like I had anything to add to the canon, which, P.S., if you really think about it, in the last, like, 30 or 40 years, there's only been, like, three songs added into the canon of Christmas music, Mariah Carey, uh-huh. and then Wham! and Paul McCartney. And Wham! and Paul McCartney kind of sound the same. Yeah, it's like the same. Right. It's like weirdly like synth Christmas, which I like, but similar vibe. So I was like, I don't think that's going to happen for me because everyone is trying it so hard. It's not happening. So I wrote the Thanksgiving song because there are no Thanksgiving songs. And I was like, not a lot of competition in that market because there's not
1: one. I love the Thanksgiving song. So that's what the new um, album kicks off with the Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. song. Not only is it a really good song, um it's genius because it was just thanksgiving and we were sitting around and now that everyone has some sort of bluetooth something in their kitchen you say hey so and so play a thanksgiving song or play Mm -hmm. the thanksgiving playlist and Mm -hmm. and they either don't uh have a song or or it isn't any good so you wrote a thanksgiving a song for the holiday specifically and it's good
0: thank thank you I, i i actually felt good about it um as I sat down, I wrote it like a week before we went in the studio, because I was like, I really want to try to write a Thanksgiving song. And it was kind of, you know, it was going good. And I was like, I'm sure there's a lot of these and I just don't know about them. And then after I finished the song, I went and looked and they're like, the the closest thing is Adam Sandler has like the kind of joke Thanksgiving song, which right. like, no knock on Adam Sandler, but I don't know if that's like, that's the song. Um, Yeah. And so I don't know. I, I, I am still shocked. I keep waiting on someone to call me and be like, Oh, you missed the playlist. There's tons of Thanksgiving music, but they're really like, when we released that song, a bunch of my songwriter friends and artist friends texted me that day and they were like, how did you get that title? Like it's just right there in plain sight and nobody else grabbed it. And I was like, I don't know. I keep waiting for somebody to be like, No, like you, that, that that song exists already. And it doesn't.
1: The Thanksgiving song. It's yours, man. Thank like you said, you're, you're, I read somewhere where you want to become the Mariah Carey of Thanksgiving. <laughs> I and said that in like a smart business, dude. I, well, I, you know, I said
0: that in like one interview one time and then I was like, ah, I'm going to keep saying that because it's true. It, like I, I would, that would be hilarious and awesome.
1: It would be. Yeah. And it'd be great to just, you know, you'd be like 89 years old. Thanksgiving comes around again and <laughs> everyone's listening to your song and royalty checks start flying in. Um fantastic. So Ben, you've given us so much time and so much more time than the listeners will know. Um <laughs> actually actually um and it's just been it's been great to uh to talk to you and get your perspective on on golf and music. Can I leave you with a couple um lightning round questions if yes, you will? Yes, absolutely. So if you had to do plan the match which has become kind of a thing quite successful Um, between musicians who's playing uh is is this for my
0: enjoyment or is this like for the for the world
1: why don't you Oh, for your no for your enjoyment
0: just for me to for me to watch people play and be excited about it yeah
1: yeah because yeah we'd be excited then too okay i want to see
0: uh kenny g Mm. and huey lewis Huey Lewis is like my hero.
1: Is it true that you did a had a trippy band? It says on it, Wikipedia that as, she... a, as an April Fool's joke, I
0: was like I made like a series of videos where I played, I like re-recorded Huey Lewis songs and played all of the parts. Nice. And I did, I did it. Uh, it was like an April Fool's joke, and I said, "Hey, I'm, I'm going to quit my music career to become the world's best one man Huey Lewis cover band called Huey <laughs> Lewis and the Hughes." <laughs> and I wore like different colored, like pastel oxfords. <laughs> <laughs> and most people got it, but some people were like, oh we're really sad." To, like we loved your music, sad. to you go best of luck with this. I was like, "You think I'm serious? Come on, best man. of luck.
1: You got to do what you got to do if it's yeah, following you." I was like, I "Understand." Sarcasm on the internet doesn't work.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I love Huey Lewis. I think he has like the best voice in pop music. Okay, Kenny, so G, Kenny G. G and Huey Lewis. Yeah, we've got West Coast guys, and then we'll take it to Nashville. And we'll say, uh, Vince Gill is a great golfer. He plays at golf club. Uh-huh. And then I think, I mean, Jake Owen is also very good. We give each other a hard time about uh, long drive competitions. He can for sure hit the ball farther than I can. Like he, he hits it, yeah. we did, uh, we were playing and did a joke long drive competition. And I hit my ball far. I was like, I got that pretty good. He hit his ball 345 yards. Damn. Yeah, I was like, okay, respect. Gonna, Downwind. gonna just concede this one to Yeah, I was like, well, it's cuz you turned it over. I kind of hit a fade. Yeah, like, it know, hit I the could... cart
1: path and then it hit yep. the sprinkler head. Uh, but
0: I did th- those guys, um I imagine the banter would be good. Uh, Jake's good at trash talk. Vince is a little quieter, but like I think could also throw some barbs in there.
1: And I would just I would just listen to Huey Lewis tell stories. Um Yeah. Who are the best golfers of your musician buddies that you play with that country club or wherever.
0: Yeah. Um
1: maybe yourself.
0: No. I think I think Jake is the probably the best musician golfer that I know. He's like proper good.
1: Um Yeah. Yeah, he's probably the best one. If you're planning a tour, mm-hmm. give me four spots that are best for golf and rocking out. I keep saying rocking out. I'm dating like that's what we said in the '90s or something. But um, a place that is a combo of great places to play both music and golf. Okay, I think Atlanta
0: is is way up there. A lot of great courses there, obviously, and they also have some really great rooms. Um, I think the there's a there's a place called the Tabernacle that wins. I think Rolling Stone does a competition of like best music venues in America, and usually that or the Nine Thirty Club in DC will win for like best venue. Um, I think the Tabernacle is the best that size venue in the country for sure. And then, um, I mean, there's so many great courses in Atlanta, so we got to say that. Good. Um, San Francisco, I would say, is probably number two. Um, The golf, obviously, incredible. Um, a lot of music venues with a lot of history there. Um, that's probably number two. Man, I really want to give a good answer to this. Probably play a lot of small towns. Yeah, Raleigh, mm-hmm. Raleigh has some good venues uh, and then we're close then to the kind of Pinehurst, yeah, Mid Pines, all of that stuff. I think that's probably we did the last time I played in Raleigh we did my friend hopped in the bus and we played um, Tobacco Road and came back and played the show that night which was a
1: that was a great day Good choice Yeah We're right Big fans of Tobacco Road here at the Golfers Journal and me personally it's one it's in my top 5
0: Man I it's just so it's somehow it's like so imaginative and grand but it doesn't feel too like hokey to me. It's exactly. like just a fun golf course. It's like, and I I get that some people might be like, oh, it's kind of hopped up, but it's just like, dude, it's just fun, man. It's so it's exactly. such a blast. Yep. Okay, you need one more. Yeah, give me one more. You're gonna have to edit some of this out because I'm just thinking. Yeah. I want, I, 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 this, is, this, is this is a great question and I want to give you a good answer. I haven't played a ton of the courses in Philly, but I feel like Philly would be not a bad
1: answer. I think it's a great answer.
0: Yeah, I mean, good Some venues. Year. I mean, there's a it's an embarrassment of riches golf wise. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, I where might... do you
1: play when you're here? The TLA or so Electric I played, Factory? Or I've
0: played those two places. Last time I was one of the first, I think, people to play the new Live Nation room. The um, oh really cool. What's it called? The Fillmore. Um,
1: I have two kids. I don't go to shows, but I'm going to go to your show.
0: Okay. When you come back, you're, you're welcome to.
1: So, what do people get when you're traveling um, and someone says, Hey, I'm going to take you? When you come to Philly, I'm like, Hey, all right, I'll get you on Marion. Um, do you have a go to? Like, I, I try to give people like a book or a hat or some swag or something. Do they get like VIP passes and come like stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, I so would say him, like. I want some.
0: Yeah, I know for sure. Cool. I usually, you know, if someone is asking me to play, they they are interested on some level in my music. That's really all I have to offer. Right. Um, and so I'd be like, you know what we usually do a meet and greet before shows, but I'd be like, whatever, if you want to come say hey after the show or come to oh, the show awesome. or whatever. Favorite course. God, God I, 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 I'll preface this with that. I'm not trying to be like name droppy and like, yeah, check this out. But my honest answer to that is Cypress point. Bang. That's a good one. I, I, it's, it's so good, man. And I'm, I say that with the understanding that there may be some eye rolling going on from the listeners and I'm just shoot. My options oh, yeah. are to not say that and to like humble juke it and be like, Oh, probably just another course. Like, should have it been like, the best yeah, man. Yeah.
1: This little nine holer in, you know, down South and it's charming <laughs> here in Nashville, but you went, you went big time. Used I used to I, be I, the, you were the guy who wrote the Thanksgiving song. Very Humble. Dated his wife through college, and now and, you, you and big time us with Cyprus. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, 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 but I want I want to give that honest answer. Yeah, no, and, and you're right. <laughs> I'd say the same thing. It's insane. Right. Uh, Cyprus is bonkers. Anywhere you want to play that you haven't, well, everyone has somewhere. What's on your uh, What's on your list of Let's get. I there. mean, there, so there's the like classic. I would I would tour. Pick a tour venue just so I could get to this to right. This golf
0: I mean, course. I think the the if you're going like the name game, and honestly, from what I've heard, like it's a great golf course. I think Pine Valley, obviously, pretty sick. Um, yeah. But I honestly, I really want to play the strands course at Monterey. Is it Monterey Peninsula? Club? Monterey Peninsula. I, because I love Tobacco Road so much, and yeah. because I also love that part of the world so much. Totally. I'm kind of like that. Just. Seems like a really interesting combination to me.
1: Well, a couple of podcasts ago, funny you should mention that, Ben. We had um, Mike Madden on, uh, a friend of mine, great dude, son of John Madden, um, but has. Been I was really gonna make that joke. Is that he, real? It is real. He, okay. he came from Los An. He came from Monterey, out to golf with with me and a friend. He'd won golf in an one of these auctions, hmm. um, a COVID auction, or no, it's for Ronald McDonald House. And it was, and he took in one of his dad's buses. Uh, you know, his dad oh, wow. only took those mega buses. He wouldn't fly, so it's like this is amazing. So we did a podcast, and he's a, he's a great guy. He owns Muhammad Ali's former training camp. All this, that, and the other. Long story, but he's a member at Monterey Peninsula. Um, so whenever you're out there, it's done. Um, he's a great, great dude, and I can and I can try and work some magic for, um, for PV. I'll I'm not, them. and I'm i something I'm, I'm cutting. I'm not, I'm not
0: wasn't uh. You are. I'm, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to do that. But I think I that's. know how it works. It, it's. I feel like if. It seems to me that people actually really love the course. They're like, man, lives up to the hype. And I've never played it. Seems like one you should play. But I feel like the Monterey Peninsula one. I just from the pictures and from the design and like that part. Of the, it just seems like a cool marriage of things.
1: Oh my gosh, no doubt about it. I can't wait. Um, I just want to get the shirt with the logo. Sweet, it's got that like sea dragon. It looks so cool.
0: I feel like there, there's sometimes bad 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 logos of great courses. Not always, but some of
1: them. Sometimes. Um last question. Yeah. For a musician who golfs. Mm-hmm. Your take on music on the golf course. It's a it you know, the Bluetooth speaker. Are you pro or con? This is this is uh this is gonna be a hot button issue for some people. It is. It is for me.
0: I don't love it. Nice! I I and I think people would assume like you probably like tunes bumping right, right, and something about like
1: I'm I feel bumping tunes of, all day, dude. This is where I come to you know I, and, not and bump like, my tunes
0: when I'm golf. There's something about like that that to me a little bit feels like well we gotta like have some fun stuff out here. I'm like I'm having all the fun I can have. Like I just want like hear the wind and the trees and like talk to people I like and like hit these shots, but I don't need any like extra, I don't need any extra vibe, I guess. And like, there's definitely there, there are places where I've like played where they're like playing music on the driving range. Like, that's kind of fun. That's like, Oh, this is a nice vibe. But the like Bluetooth speaker, I just, I don't, I'm not ever going to have somebody turn it off. I'm not gonna be like, turn that music off. But I feel like people have sometimes assumed like, Oh, you probably want to like rock out here. Right? Like, let's get some (laughs) tunes going. And if, if they're and what if they things, put on your music that that has happened i think people always think it's like is this hilarious this is or cool, what? Right? and i mean I, I'm, I'm not like turn that off but i'm just like all right i guess if you want to do that. <laughs> my singing voice doesn't sound a lot like my speaking voice so that's also a little weird so that people will often be like whoa like oh yeah
1: well said uh i'm in the same boat on i'm not tremendously i'm not going to tell anyone to shut it off but yeah i'm not going to ask for it because i think golf has a sort of sound and rhythm and cadence that is no, better appreciated that's the, yeah that's
0: the, the the whole aesthetic it's like that's what i'm here for
1: i'm not here to like it's like if it, there's
0: a little bit of just it feels like it's like well we gotta like do something fun because we're out here golfing. and it's like no this is it
1: man yeah well unless it was huey lewis they could they could put if that on Huey
0: lewis i he could just whatever <laughs> he wants to do man
1: thank you ben so much, everyone. Ben Rector. Uh, tell him about, hey, you got a Christmas show coming up. So we're talking about, hey, we can't have shows in person. But That's you've right. got something pretty exciting that I know I'm going to be tuning into.
0: Yeah, a bit of a Christmas live stream. Uh, it's essentially just going to be like a miniature Christmas party. Uh, it'll be like a normal concert, except instead of you being in a seat in a theater or whatever, you're going to be in your home just enjoying it at the at the, you know, in the way that you choose to, maybe on a laptop, maybe on a TV, we'll play Christmas classics, gonna let the band play a few songs, they're very talented guys. But it should be a good time, it's December 20th, um, and that's it, you can Google it and find out whatever you wanna know about it. Also, you don't have to come, it's whatever. I just figured people probably aren't gonna be going out as much this year, so we thought we could bring some fun to them.
1: That's such a great idea. December 20th, Ben Rector, Christmas. And check out the new songs as well. Um, we don't like, it's kinda cool. We don't really like plug stuff here but i'm excited to have something to plug because i really enjoyed it um, Thank you. and it's like the kind of background music you can put on and just just chill man just feel like yeah. christmas vibe Just so.
0: turn turn it on the golf court for me or don't <laughs> don't do that anymore.